On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you to the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith, Andrew McKinnis, and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, Friday, January 7th. Ian Cameron with you. Uh, we may have Andrew McGinnis with us momentarily. Uh, Jimmy, uh, one of those days he's under the weather today, unfortunately. Uh, we'll have him back on uh, Monday. Uh, we're hoping to have Alex B. Smith back with us, too, uh, at some point very shortly as well. So looking forward to that. We know he's had a lot uh, to deal with, uh, but looking forward to having him back on the uh, Ice Guys uh, in the near future. Uh, we have a short card tonight. We have just two games uh, in NHL action. So we'll start the show what we always do on these days, like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday with a shorter slate. We'll look back on last night and see what happened in the NHL. We'll uh, just go around. We'll just do some of the marquee games. We won't talk too much about, you know, San Jose, Buffalo, San Jose, one, three, two Pittsburgh. They beat Philly six to two. We kind of saw that coming with the uh, flyers struggling tough spot off a long road trip back home. Pittsburgh goal scoring uh, splurge continues for the uh, Penguins. Another six spot last night. They're feeling it uh, offensively avalanche to put the boots to the jets seven to one man is that team just yeah. dangerous as hell right now with what we're seeing from them. Uh, the upset of the night, Arizona taking down Chicago, uh, six to four. Uh, Alex B. Smith, not a happy Blackhawks fan. If you saw some of our Twitter DM uh, conversations, you'll know that. Very disgusted with Arizona beating Chicago last night. Nashville beats LA four two. Vegas, very impressive. And to be honest with you, I would not have liked the Rangers as much had I known. Georgiev would have been in net in the last minute because Shesterkin's in protocol. And had I known Mark Stone was coming back, which uh, obviously was a last-minute thing as well, but uh, that definitely tilted the uh, uh, the scales in Vegas's favor and played a great hockey game, 5-1 to snap their little mini two-game skid. Uh, Minnesota with a 3-2 win against Boston, uh, a nice underdog winner. A lot of us kind of leaned, leaned with Minnesota or bet Minnesota uh, in that game. And Matthew Boldy with the a game-winning goal uh, in his first-ever NHL game. Gets his first NHL goal. Phenomenal stuff. And right by his hometown as well, Massachusetts kid. Uh, a great thing to see that for Minnesota. And they snap uh, a five-game losing streak with a much-needed win. Uh, what else do we see? New Jersey beat Columbus in a surprisingly low-scoring game given the way those two teams have played lately. Dallas in a wild one, 6-5 uh, to five, uh, over Florida uh, in a shootout. Uh so da give Dallas credit. That was a sloppy game like we thought, right? Dallas hadn't played in forever. A lot of you know, wayward defensive play on both ends. Really good performance in net from Holtby, believe it or not. Florida definitely carried the play through extended stretches of that game, but Holtby held the fort uh, for a long part of it. And Tampa Bay, 4-1 uh, against Calgary. Not a good road trip for Calgary. And uh, this is kind of a referendum, this road trip for Calgary, on just how good they are. You know, they've had to play Florida. They've had to play Tampa Bay. Well, they've come up small and come up short in both of those instances, and we'll talk about it in a minute, 
Now you got to play your third road game in four nights against every bit as tough a team, Carolina tonight. So a very, very tough situation for Calgary. And uh, they're not passing the grade right now uh, against some of the better teams here that they're playing on this current road trip. Uh, Andrew, we'll start with you. Uh, welcome you in first on this Friday show and uh, thoughts from last night. Good to be here, Ian. Um, yeah, last night, I mean, that that Columbus Blue Jackets uh, game against the Devils, it seemed like every single person liked the over in that game, including myself. I had a small little lean on it. Uh, ended up going small on the play. I didn't didn't have a big play on it, thank goodness. But, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't have regretted it if I did. They're playing again tomorrow, I believe. Um, but that was a game of posts, one post after the other. You know, I, I don't always I, I try and watch every game, but it's hard to watch, you know, every second of every game, obviously. But whenever I did tune in to watch that game, it was one post after the other. Uh, that avalanche game, man, I thought we might see a chance for the Jets to at least cash in on their team total or something. But, man, uh, I, I'll be I'll be someone to reiterate what I've been saying about this avalanche team. If you like the avalanche, take their team total over because you can turn a minus 240 into a minus 150 in just a matter of minutes um, by taking that team total over. I mean, the Avalanche continue to roll. How about that top line, Landeskog, McKinnon, Rantanen? Uh, and then the Golden Knights, like you said, uh, I, you know, there was just something fishy to me about that that line there. Uh, everyone said it was, you know, really, really good price on the Rangers at, on the road, which it was. But, um, you know, the, I think the, the Golden Knights got up for that game. I mentioned yesterday on the show, I wasn't lining up to bet the Rangers by any means. Uh, and the depth did show up a little bit for the Vegas Golden Knights. But to your point, with DraftKings being a sponsor of the National Hockey League and all kinds of other sports books being a part of it, they cannot be happy uh, to see Shesterkin getting announced out like that, um, you know, 10 minutes before the game because that's just not good for the sports books. Sports books won't be happy for that stuff. A lot of people I respect in the MLB betting community, I know they weren't happy um, seeing, you know, scratches to lineups as far as pitchers go um, last summer. But uh Coyotes beating the Hawks, you know, I hate to say it, I'm not really surprised. You know, if that was a win for the Coyotes to get, that was probably the one if there was a game for them. I did like the over in that game, so it was kind of nice to cash. I I swear, Ian, that theory of two shitty teams playing each other to go over the total is one of my new favorite automatic bets. Like when there's two teams that are crappy, even look in the NFL, it happens all the time. Because they, they get up more for those games. They feel like they can actually do it. Um, but the Panthers kind of ruined a perfect night for me. They ruined a big night for me. Um, you know, 6-5. Hats off to the Stars. You know, the first period over cash to play I really liked. Yep. Um, that was Dallas's first game in 16 days. But they, they, geez, they scored six goals, man. It looked pretty good. And they continue to play well on on home ice. I mean, that's where they've done most of their damage this year. They've been pretty good uh, at home, pretty dreadful on the road. Uh, there's a few other teams that fall into that category, but definitely Dallas, one of them. All right, let's go to two tonight's games. We've got two of them on tap here. Calgary taking on Carolina. We've got the Hurricanes minus 180. Uh, home favorites, the total in this one, six shaded to the under uh, in this matchup. I mean, man, you talk about putting one team in such a better situation. I mean, Carolina has been sitting there for almost a full week. You know, they've had six days since their last game on New Year's Day uh, when they came back from 4 nothing down to beat uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets 7-4 to That for their fourth straight win. They're 8-1 and one in their last nine games. They've got six days of rest now, waiting at home for Calgary for this game. A lot of practice time was uh, able to be done for the 
Hurricanes this week for Rod Brindamore, and he was talking about how uh, that was a good thing for his team. Get a chance to work on some things. And here's Calgary now, third road game in four nights after two grueling affairs against two of the best teams in the NHL, uh, Tampa Bay and Florida. How's this fair uh, if you're a Flames fan? Uh, but that's the way the schedule goes in the course of a 82-game regular season. There's sometimes you get the good side of the schedule in a, ma- in a particular night and some games where you don't get a good shake of the schedule. And definitely you have a a scheduling advantage here, heavy one toward uh, Carolina. Um, I definitely don't like Calgary tonight. Uh, You know, we've seen them now fail in two step up in class games on this road trip against the lightning uh, and uh, the Panthers. Jacob Markstrom is in net and he's not exactly played well since this uh, break to return to action. You know, he gave up six goals in the loss to Florida uh, against uh, Florida earlier this week. Of course they gave Ladar, uh, the start last night against Tampa Bay. Uh, maybe the rest helps him out, but boy, uh, since the uh, break, you know, you've seen him give up four to Seattle. He had the one game against Chicago. He played pretty well. Uh, and then, of course, the sixth spot uh, that he surrendered against the uh, Florida Panthers the other night. So uh, it's a tough spot. Three and four, four and six here for the Calgary Flames, whereas Carol- Carolina's been off for almost a week. So uh, I don't want to lay a buck 80. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to keep it simple here and go team total route. And that's what I've been doing a lot more lately. I don't love a price. I'll just go the team total route instead. And for me, that's Carolina over three and a half uh, with their team total, which you can get around even money plus 100 uh, in this one. You look at Carolina, five, five, four, seven. That's the goals they've scored their last four games during this win streak. Uh, that'll get the job done here with this team total. I, you know, the Flames have had trouble keeping the puck out of their own net against you know, and it could have been worse against the Lightning last night if, uh, you know, they don't hold the fort with their goaltending from Vladar, I thought was pretty good early in the Very game. Good. And then the dam burst a little bit as that game went on. So uh, I think this is definitely more than reasonable to expect Carolina to cash in and find the back of the net four times here tonight against this uh, road-weary Calgary team. Again, third game in four nights, fourth game in six nights. And these three games have all been against heavyweights, juggernauts. It takes a lot out of you. So uh, Carolina team total over three and a half, not going to really overcomplicate it. I think that's the best way to approach it. If you like the the hurricanes tonight, unless maybe as Chris Otto says in the chat, maybe a first period puck line minus a half, just maybe to jump on Calgary uh, early in the game with those live fresh legs from the six day break. You could see that as well for uh, Carolina tonight. Uh, Andrew, your thoughts here, Flames and uh, Hurricanes, fresh off, obviously winning with uh, Tampa last night against them. Yeah, it was it was it was nice to have that. The line movement was crazy overnight yesterday. I ended up having to get it on regulation, and not play that on the money line. So I didn't want any funny business. But, you know, Ian, you're, you know, those games you bet on where you, your, your team's dominating, but they can't finish. And then the other team gets a power play. That's how I felt with Calgary yesterday. Tampa had 12 shots, I think, in the first like 10 minutes of the game, it felt like, but they couldn't score. And then Calgary got a penalty or power play. And I was like, oh boy, please don't be one of these games where my team dominates and then the other team scores a quick goal on me. But look, the Calgary Flames, I think I said it before, I'll say it again. I might be the lowest on the Flames than anybody else I know. Uh, you know, I don't really respect this team as far as their depth. I think they have several guys that can contribute. Um, but when the going gets rough and on a road trip and stuff like that, I'm not so sure they have the guys that can step up and you're starting to see a little bit of a crack in the goaltending. And I think some, sometimes goalies like Markstrom make their teams look a heck of a lot better than they actually are. So, you know, I've got that plus 400 ticket on the Canucks to make the playoffs here. We're looking at a Pacific division that's 
very competitive. Um, you know, the Canucks have 35 points. The Flames have 40, and they're in third place in that division there. The Flames are playing some tough teams. They're traveling more. I know they have been pretty good historically on the road. Um, look, I locked in at, like, I think it was like minus 112, minus 15, a Carolina in regulation here. I'm not thinking twice about it. Just the same thing. You're not thinking twice about your team total here. Um, you know, and I'm someone that doesn't always like betting teams that have been sitting for a while. But I think Carolina is sitting and waiting. I, I'll take that over Calgary kind of playing a game like they did last night. So you like the team total over Ian, but I kind of lean towards the under. And now hearing you say that kind of has me worried here with the with the <laughs> under. Obviously, I want to cheer on for you to get a bunch of goals here. I just kind of I feel like if Calgary even contends in this game, I have a feeling that it's low scoring. Yeah, I mean, there's always the risk, you know, 3-1 Carolina, which would fall short of the team total. Could see that. Uh, definitely. This is a good defensive team, obviously, Carolina. Not against Columbus, but I, I didn't think they gave up a ton. Uh, against Columbus in terms of chances. They only gave up 18 shots in that game, and yet here they were down 4 nothing. It's mm. just because they had some crazy bounces that went Columbus's way uh, early in that game on that Saturday afternoon on New Year's Day. Not necessarily a uh, uh, an effective bad defense or terrible goaltending. Uh, a lot of bounces went uh, Columbus's way, um, and just some uh, uh, goals that I think you couldn't have really done much about if you're Carolina. But they kept; they were carrying the play significantly in that game, and clearly, uh, it started to finally uh, sh- show in the uh, score uh, with Carolina erasing that four nothing deficit and winning that game of uh, seven to four. So coming back to win it. So yeah, you always worry there's that three one result, but you look at Carolina; they've scored at least four uh, in four straight games, and you look at the Flames; uh, they've given up four or more in three of their last four games. Only held Chicago below four goals, you know, since the break. Mm-hmm. So. This team has conceded more goals, given up more. Uh, and you can't, you know, Sutter's going to want him to buckle down defensively tonight. You know that. And him doing his faces there on the bench late in that game last night, you can tell he was not happy. That <laughs> It's like he's trying to think about what he should say. Like the beer face. Yeah, sour beer, sour wine face. It is. It's like. <laughs> and he's looking around at nobody. He's like. <laughs> I love doing the Sutter face. It's hysterical. Yeah. That's the way he looks. I mean, he's got, he's got a man of a million faces behind that bench. Uh, It's just, uh, that's Daryl Sutter. It's been that way for years with him. Well, he's a great coach when his system's going well. And when it's not, then he's like pissed, you know, Uh, he's always calm, collective and great with the media when things are going well and they're on a winning streak. (laughs) Look at the emoji that Howie feeling just put in. That's pretty much it right there. This squiggly mouth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the funny thing is about the NHL is that it's streaky, right? We see teams, you try and follow their schedule, and you try and figure out when are they going to get cold, when are they going to get hot. And with Calgary right now, and and we're having this Carolina team playing, or uh, having the rest that they've had, Ian, would you say that Carolina's a team that you might not worry about under, you know, four-plus days of rest compared to some other teams? Because for me, I would say that often I worry about too much rest, but with a team like Carolina, I don't have a worry with it. Yeah, especially with them being at full strength. And by the way, it, there's an, here's another reason not to worry about it. 4-0, three days rest or more this year, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. So that tells you all you need to know right there. Extended rest has been a good thing for this hockey team. Undefeated, 4-0, that is three days rest or more this season. Now, this is six. This is more than, say, three, four, five, which is probably mm-hmm. the day's rest for some of those. A couple extra more days of rest here, but... Mm-hmm. 
still, this is still, that's still enough evidence to tell me that when they've had a few days off, some extra practice time, it's actually enhanced their play. It's, it's worked well for them. Yeah. Good coaching good. staff. Good yeah. coaching staff. Good coaching staff, veteran team. Like these guys, a lot of these guys have been around now a long time. Aho, Svechnikov, Taravine, and up front, Niederreiter. Uh, and by the way, they were all feeling good offensively as well going into this little mini six-day break. So uh, Calgary's going to need to be on on their toes tonight uh, in their own end to be able to uh, hold down Carolina right now. Uh, Wash, by the way, the goaltender for Carolina, of course, will be Freddie Anderson, mm. as we expected. Who's been and great. Mark, yeah, who has been very good uh, for uh, Carolina. And look, it's been good for Toronto. I mean, he needed a change. He's done well in Carolina. Toronto's doing well with their goaltending without Freddie mm-hmm. Anderson. So everybody's happy right now uh, after what uh, after the uh, end of the relationship with that, the Leafs and Anderson after last year. All right, Washington, St. Louis. We've got uh, even money here, uh, both sides, minus 110. Uh, six and a half, the total uh, in this game. Uh, the Capitals still have a bunch of, um, you know, questionables going into this game tonight against the uh, Blues. Samsonov confirmed in net. Uh, you're still looking at uh, absences to uh, Backstrom, uh, Anthony Mantha, and TJ Oshie, uh, all expected to uh, not be in the lineup tonight. Backstrom due to illness. Mantha's still battling that shoulder injury that he's had for some period of time. And Oshie as well uh, is uh, not expected to play tonight due to a non-COVID uh, illness. It's an illness, but apparently not uh, COVID-19. So a couple of absences here for uh, Washington. Both of these teams coming off a loss, so it's not an easy decision here to you know fade either team. I'd expect good effort. Uh, Washington lost 4-3 to New Jersey the other night. Uh, this could be one of those games where the 6.5 has you leaning under, believe it or not, because Peter LaViolette was bemoaning the defensive play of the Capitals in that New Jersey game. You know, Tom, just gave up. You can't win with 20 chances allowed is something along those lines. He said uh, following uh, that game uh, against uh, New Jersey. So that could be a sign that maybe the Capitals want to buckle down tonight. I think the Blues do as well. Uh, You know, they played that wild 6-4 game against Minnesota that they won, but they followed it up, gave up the uh, third period lead against Pittsburgh on Wednesday night in the TNT game. And they ended up losing 5-3, gave up 41 shots uh, in that game. Uh, Samsonov for Washington. Probably we'll see Bennington uh, in net tonight for the uh, Blues. So uh, we'll see how this one goes. As far as uh, series history, you know, we talk talk about these teams. Even Washington has been trending under lately. Uh, you look at them; they're six and three to the uh, trending over lately. I should say six and three to the over uh, in their last nine games. Uh, St. Louis had been going under, but they've gone over in two straight. But get the sense tonight with that especially with that total being six and a half this could stay under last two meetings have gone under the total both teams may be talking a little bit about playing better in their own end so could be an under but the, the, the best bet I would make on this game or the strongest opinion I should say I have on this game I haven't bet it yet I'm contemplating but it would be St. Louis here minus 110 at home they've been terrific uh, this year the Blues you look at this home record 12 and 5 uh, on home ice uh, they're a little bit healthier than the uh, Capitals. Let's be honest. Everybody's good to go except for Tarasenko, I should say. Uh, that's the one uh, piece that's not uh, going to be uh, on the uh, on the ice for the Blues tonight. He was just added to the uh, protocol list for COVID-19 yesterday. But everybody else is back. They just got Braden Shen back. Uh, so I, I would lean still St. Louis here, minus 110. I'm going to probably look more toward props in this game. And for St. Louis, it stands out. Jordan Cairo is just a... a Someone you got to back right now in terms of scoring goals for this team. He's been magnificent. He's getting opportunities. He's cashing in uh, with those opportunities right now for the Blues. And with the uh, absence of Tarasenko tonight, 
You're going to see Jordan Cairo on the second line with Robert Thomas and Braden Shen. Shen's another potential candidate here, maybe, uh, to find the back of the net tonight. Saad Sundquist and Perron is what uh, Craig Berube is looking like he's going with for his top line, which is interesting. You know what that tells me, too? Sundquist, especially, being elevated to the top line center role, he wants a more defensive conscience and presence up there because Sundquist's pretty good as a defensive center. So, that kind of tells me that this is a, uh, a coach and Craig Berube that's kind of looking for his team to be a little bit better in their own end tonight. He's like elevating a defensive-minded center mm. up the lineup here. Like Sunquist with on the top line with Saad and Perron uh, kind of leads you to indicate the Blues want to be a little bit tidier tonight uh, with the puck. So I would lean St. Louis minus 110, but uh, goal score prop-wise, definitely for St. Louis, I would look Jordan Cairo. I would look Braden Shen. First game back, he scored as well. Uh, for uh, St. Louis the other night. Uh, those are two uh, solid goal scorer prop options. I mean, Cairo, it goes without saying, you know, just how magnificent he's been lately for the uh, St. Louis Blues uh, during this uh, recent stretch. Three, uh, he scored four goals in the last three games, all since the break, four goals in the last three games. And he has nine shots on goal in those three games combined. So not only is he scoring, but he's getting the chances. He's getting the shots on net. So, uh, Jordan Cairo is just someone you got to go with right now because uh, he's absolutely feeling it right now. And after what I saw from uh, Brian Rust the last two nights against St. Louis and Philly, you got to take that guy's props right now. Brian Rust killing it uh, for the Penguins on the top line right now with Crosby and Gensel. So remember that for tomorrow when Pittsburgh uh, plays a uh, Dallas that uh, Brian Rust is not someone you want to step in front of right now uh, for the uh, Penguins, the way he's going. Uh, so, yeah, Kairou props, Chen props, and Eileen St. Louis in this game. Uh, Andrew, uh, what do you think here? Capitals, Blues. Look, I, I've the problem is, Ian, I, I've kind of made arguments for both teams all day long. And when that happens, that's when you say pass um, because there's no point yep. in, in you know spending so much time debating with yourself uh, because you know whatever side you take. You make is yourself gonna... crazy if you do it yeah. for an hour or two and you can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, because there's arguments you can make, honestly, on both ends. Yeah. Uh, so I'll tell you two picks I've locked in for this. Uh, three, actually. They're all props, small unit plays. Uh, John Carlson, over two and a half shots on goal, minus 125. John Carlson to get a point, minus 125. Jordan Cairo to get a point, minus 120. Actually, that's elevated quite a bit looking at DraftKings now. That's, like, that's going up there a little bit. But Cairo is playing real well since the return. Yeah, I mean, that's the only concern is that, look, it's getting headlines now. It's getting notice, you know, across the uh, hockey world, just how good uh, Jordan Cairo's been lately. So I think the uh, you're going to start to see, if not already see, uh, diminished value on some of his uh, point props, goal score props. Like you could have gotten Jordan Cairo to score goals around plus 250, plus 300, you know, in, in previous games since the break. Mm -hmm. You're looking at closer to plus 200, plus 210. Uh, in that range for Cairo to score tonight. So still good, though, with the way he's going. What, four goals in three games? Still north of plus 200 in some spots. It's still a good price, though, Yeah, uh, for Cairo tonight uh, in this game for the uh, Blues. Yeah, Rich. Ian, um, do you ever load up on one player, like go small on assist, point, and goal, or are you mostly just a goal? Because I mostly hear you just talking about goal-scoring props. You don't yeah, like I look the at the points. I look yeah, at the points, but I'm just one of those people that, you know, I, I like the Cairo to score a point, which is minus 120, but I just rather take the chance on the plus number. You know what yeah. that's like. It's just a little more bang for your buck. 
but no, I, no, I agree completely with looking at a Cairo points prop tonight. No doubt. There was one goal scoring one I, I, I actually wanted to bring up. Uh, I think it was Sprong. I think it was Daniel Sprong plus 300 yeah. uh, for the Washington Capitals. That's where, look, they've been a lot deeper than people think. If you look at their goal scoring and they've got some serious injuries tonight. There are some guys out of the lineup. I think we're going to see a balanced uh, ice time amount for a lot of these lines. And I feel like plus 300 is pretty good uh, price there for a guy that pretty much has the green light to shoot. I watched him play junior. I know that all he's about is shooting. Whenever he gets the puck, he shoots it. So I think it's a good price plus 300 there for him. Yeah, I'm looking. And um, did he do something to piss off Peter Laviolette? They've got him slotted on the fourth line tonight. I know. That would be the only concern I have with that uh, bet is that is he. But I think that's why it's plus 300. Yeah. I think so because they've got him with Connor McMichael on a fourth line tonight. So that that's that's got doghouse player in the <laughs> doghouse written all over it because yeah. that guy's better than a fourth line player. Um, oh, yeah. When he's on his game, definitely that's the case. And he's not uh, really so that I, physical either, so that makes yeah. it you know. Yeah, that's that when I'm looking at that and saying, what did he do to make the coach upset? Because uh, the, the clearly, or maybe he's just looking to elevate someone that's playing better right now. Uh, mm-hmm. for Washington uh, at the moment. But uh, definitely that, that that was a head-scratcher to me to see that. That's why it's always good. Look at these line combinations. There's so many sites you can find these. And I've got these open every show. Like, I can see line combinations. Oh, me these too. Are, these are not always... For the record, Ian, I, I knew he was on the fourth line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, th- there you go. Okay, so you knew. Yeah, but... um, Yeah, and, and the reason why is because mo- they're not set in stone, these lines, but they're pretty accurate. They're more accurate than not in a lot of situations with a lot of teams. So, yeah, I just have a, a hunch, Rich, that it'll be Bennington. We don't have a confirmation yet uh, that it'll be Bennington, but I would expect that to be the case. But as always, you never know. Like, I was expecting Shesterkin last night uh, for the New York Rangers, and uh, yeah. it wasn't Shesterkin. He was projected, but he ended up not playing. It was uh, Alexander Georgiev uh, instead for the uh, New York Rangers last night. So, it could still be uh, Billy Huso. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, we do know it'll be Samsonov in net. We got three of the four goalies confirmed for tonight's games Markstrom for Calgary, Anderson for Carolina, Samsonov for Washington. Uh, we're just waiting to see who will be in net here for the St. Louis Blues tonight. Great stuff with Andrew. Again, short show, short card on a Friday. That'll all change tomorrow. We will be back with you tomorrow at noon Eastern, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific for a big Saturday slate, even with three games postponed. Seattle, Winnipeg, Buffalo, Montreal, and the Islanders and the Oilers. Those three games have been postponed for Saturday. Uh, Even with those games postponed, we're still looking at 12 games on the NHL card tomorrow. 12, a dozen uh, to break down on the show tomorrow. So including an afternoon game, Pittsburgh and Dallas. So uh, that's what we've got coming up tomorrow. Uh, Looking forward to the Saturday show right here, the Ice Guys with the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, And a reminder about DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner uh, of the NHL. And they work alongside us here at, of course, the Ice Guys and uh, the Hockey Podcast Network. Again, new customers take advantage uh, of the great offer that DraftKings uh, is able to uh, offer you 
Uh, bet just $1 on any NHL game. That's all it takes. And if either team scores a goal, you win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If DraftKings Sportsbook uh, isn't available uh, in your state yet, uh, no worries. You can still play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot and millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NHL must be 21 years of age or older, must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state, a new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. All right. Time for best bets. There's not much to choose from, just two games. We'll have a best bet either way. Uh, Andrew, uh, what do you got for best bet for Friday? I'm going to go with a John Carlson over two and a half shots prop here. we got some injuries, uh, some guys out for the Capitals. Obviously, a defenseman that gets in the action quite a bit on the power play as well. I think it's a good price there. Two and a half over, uh, over two and a half shots, John Carlson, defenseman for the Capitals. All right, there you go. John Carlson over shots for uh, Andrew McGinnis with his uh, best bet. I was tempted to go with a prop for best bet today with Kyrou to score. Uh, and I really like that one. I like that one more than the other props. I probably will have actually a quarter unit on that, which is not the case usually for me with props. So a little bit more than I, I would put on a, a standard prop bet. Uh, but I like that one at plus 210. But for best bet, I'll go with Carolina team total uh, over three and a half, uh, right around even money. I think they get to four tonight. Carolina has been given up goals. Carolina has scored four plus goals in each of the four games they've played during this win streak. And if they get to that tonight, we're a winner. So Carolina team total over three and a half, even money. Uh, that'll be my best bet for this Friday card. And that'll wrap it up for this edition of the ice guys. We thank everybody in the chat for joining us. Hit the like button on YouTube on the way out. Uh, and a reminder, the ice guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 PM Eastern. Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the Ice Guys podcast whenever you can't tune in and watch the show live. For Andrew McGinnis, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Friday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Saturday to break down the massive 12-game Saturday NHL card right here on the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.